Tuesday, October 26th, the 299th day of 2021. There are 66 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube, on uh, Twitter Connect, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, around the Commonwealth, and around the country. We will get you ready for the Halloween festivities that are coming up this weekend, and we'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The no, he is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Caneyville. Hey, Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. No, sorry. That's your morning, morning. Ralph. Yeah, there I am. Morning. I, uh... I said Caneyville just because I was in Caneyville again yesterday afternoon. I was going to say, I didn't know if you knew something that I didn't, that I was supposed to be headed to Caneyville this week or something. No big sports being held at Crawdad Stadium this week that you need to be aware of. I have said since I started, since I made the first trip to old Caneyville gym, that I think that the high school basketball team should play one game a year there. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool? It was so very hard because the benches had to be on the other side and there was one row. And then the scores table, you basically uh-huh. had to be 110 pounds and skinny and all that to fit in the scores table and all that stuff. So there might it might have to do some modifications. But yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. Uh, too bad. So the old the old Clarkson gym is not there anymore, and it wasn't the length of a full size gym. It had two half court lines. Have you ever seen one of those? No. Yeah. So you depending upon the end of the floor, you use the back half court line. So you had a full half court, but it was like two halves overlaid. So there were two mid court lines. I'll draw it for you on paper sometime. I, I, I was going to say, I, I, you might need to get your whiteboard out and start <laughs> you, to draw this here. You need a geometry degree to explain that. But yeah, it. Uh, What's happening in Clarkson? Uh, yeah, it's, it's. I always thought it was neat. We'd go play junior pro. I love to play there because you didn't have to run near as far up and down the floor. <laughs> it's true. Over there in chair number three. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. We know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bumble. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. We're entering the holiday season. Uh, some people want to include Halloween into the holiday season, which I do not. Uh, you said last week you're not a huge fan of Halloween, correct? Uh, personally, it's not for me, but that's okay. But it's one milestone you have to go through, though, to get to maybe the big hitters of the holiday season. What I guess. What do you think? Uh, what do you think is Americans' favorite holiday? Oh, favorite! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great question. I'm probably gonna say Christmas. I got, I got an answer. Fourth of July. Hmm. That's actually Christmas, and then Thanksgiving is bad. second. But Halloween comes in at number three. Fourth of July isn't in the top three. It, it, wow. Really? No, I would. I would hope. Hopefully, Fourth of July is in at least the top get them, get five. To blow things up. Yeah. It's hot out. Like Love it's that. Hotter than the Fourth of July, they say. Love it. And then there is a, a lesser known holiday mm. called okay. Mischief Night. <laughs> Mischief Night sounds more up Dennis's alley. <laughs> uh, it's also known as Cabbage Night, Mat Night, Bonfire Night, Miggy Night, uh, Tic Tac Night, Corn Night, Trick what? Night, Gate Night, Goosey Night. <laughs> it's the night before Halloween. I thought you were going to mention Festivus when you were talking about that. <laughs> no, that's not until December. Everybody <laughs> knows when Festivus is. Uh, there are lots okay. of tricks on Mischief Night, ranging from stealing rotten fruit from local farms and throwing it at people to setting fire to cars and buildings, doorbell ditching, egging, and toilet papering are all common pranks that <laughs> night. It sounds like a day that ends in Y on Tilden Town Lane. So what's your address, Dennis, so people can I don't have an easy access? Right? <laughs> this I'm is just, normally where I would make a Butler County joke, but I won't. The other night I was laying in bed, and it was 10 o'clock, and I'm old. I like to go to bed. I should have been asleep, but... There's a my doorbell rang, and I should have just stayed in bed because there was a giant man outside my front door in his Halloween costume for this year yelling, uh-huh. and it happened to be my cross-street neighbor. Oh, okay. I think I know who this said person is. 
mischief night. Okay, uh-huh. that's just normal. Maybe he was practicing for mischief night a few days early. <laughs> Probably so. That's but all I can give, though. I more can't. importantly, when are you going to get a ring doorbell so you know whether to get up or not? <laughs> I have I have security cameras around the property. That's all I'm saying. Listen, if you if you knew who it was before you went to the door and you still went to the door, well, that's on you. Well, if I if I don't go to the door, it lasts much longer. <laughs> I got so, it. <laughs> every well camera gets a face. And because oh, he knows where all the cameras are. <laughs> yes. He installed them, probably. <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> In decreasing clouds and cool temperatures today. Overnight, we could see some patchy frost and fog is possible. I did look up the localized low temperature tonight. And portions of our area between the lakes could see 37. So you decide what you want to do when it comes to maybe vegetation that you still have outside. Uh, you might be okay. I don't, I don't know. They're just allowing for the, the remote possibility of some patchy frost. Uh, morning clouds, afternoon sun today, a high of 60, mostly clear, 39 officially across the region. But again, we may drop a couple of degrees cooler than that between the lakes. Partly cloudy and 63 for tomorrow. Uh, this, is, this seems like late October to me. We see nothing but uh, mm-hmm. the 60s and 50s in the coming days. Oh, yeah. And Wet so, Friday night for know, high school football. We're not <laughs> going to see... We're not going to see the 70s again. I won't say it won't happen before the end of the year because well, this, we did, we rare uh, we frequently get one of those pop-up 70-degree well, days yeah. in November. Wasn't it 70 on Christmas a year or two ago? It has been. Yeah. And I remember wearing shorts and a football jersey on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. you know, and being mm-hmm. like, well, hey, this feels like summer. So the forecast, by the way, uh, for winter is calling for our winter to be warmer and wetter uh, than normal. And I said, well, what's normal? Is normal like... Is normal considered when I was a kid or is normal compared to five years ago? Because our winters are definitely changing. The National Weather Service is predicting a warmer than usual and wetter than usual winter for Kentucky, at least during the December to February time period. Oh, you mean the actual winter period since it doesn't start until December the 20th? Oh. And then, of course, so that means uh, March, you know, before the three right. weeks of March before spring begins. It may seem more spring-like, but it's partially due to the weather phenomenon known as La Nina. So La Nina occurs when you have below-average sea surface temperatures in the central and eastern tropical Pacific Ocean. Over Indonesia, rainfall tends to increase while rainfall decreases over the central tropical Pacific Ocean. And the normal easterly winds along the equator become even stronger. Hard to believe that could impact our winter, but it can have a slight difference. So still much uncertainty for the upcoming winter season. As a um, as on shorter time scales, other less predictable climate patterns can cancel out or amplify the typical influence mm-hmm. of La Nina. So, Hey, I always take the approach when they tell me what's going to happen four or five months from now, mm-hmm. I take the Willy Wonka and I say, strike that, reverse it. No one has any idea. <laughs> That's what, I took one class of meteorology in college, so pretty much I am a meteorologist. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. My professor, he said that you can never believe these things. He's like, they really can't. They can't predict that far out. So you're telling me that neither of you all, they can't protect, they can't predict a season? You Correct. Think? They can't, That's okay. pretty much, that was the long story short. Well, I mean, listen, I took one class, so I Winter's coming. Cooler temperatures Hardin, are coming. Right? But you can't tell me we're not going to get some good snow. Is it? Oh, absolutely. We'll get some good snow. I, we, I know a meteorologist, too. I'll put him in contact with you. What, Both uh, of you. Is it, safe, nah. is it safe to say the two of you all are not carrying a farmer's almanac around in your that, pocket? That is yeah. a very, very safe assumption. All right. So As, now, now unless the farmer's almanac says no snow, in that case, I'll be, I'll be holding it in my back pocket <laughs> hoping it's the truth. Aw. Well, we don't need any of that. What what I don't want, I don't mind the occasional snow that lasts a couple of days and then yeah. it's gone. What I don't want is those patterns when we go to where we get six to eight inches of snow and then it hangs around for a week. And then, oh, guess what? Snow again day after tomorrow and it dumps three more inches on and we had that it last just year, compounds. Yeah. We have that long, turns into a long fine. period of isolation. I'm fine if the snow starts at about... 11.30 p.m. on a Friday and is gone by 8 a.m. Monday morning. <sighs> Unrealistic, Sam. Because then I don't have to worry about it. You also don't have to 
clear snow from any church steps or anything like that. Right? Well, I've got I've got my own little pathway that I have to create for myself. True, but you're doing it on a weekend, so you're less likely to have to oh, have to leave. There's no doubt that I will not be doing that until I absolutely have to. Yeah. Probably Sunday night at nine o'clock, you'll be seeing. Oh, <laughs> got to get out there and make a path. Kentucky last week reported its lowest number of new COVID nineteen cases in eleven weeks, as many key benchmarks continued dropping. In the fight against the virus, Governor Bashir was uh, updating everyone on that yesterday. He made a uh, concerted pitch for eligible Kentuckians to get a COVID-19 booster shot to combat the risk of breakthrough cases among people who previously got the vaccine. By the way, Josh Embry from the Grayson County Health Department will be here on uh, Thursday to give us some booster guidance. They're doing some booster clinics and tell us everything that we need to know about uh, their booster program and the booster rollout. The governor said yesterday, we are down from 30,000 cases a week to around 9,700 a week. But that's still up from about 1,200 cases a week in the summer when we got to our best place since we uh, started this process. So we're in, in a better place, but not in the place that we really would like to be. There were 71 new cases, according to the Grayson County Health Department, diagnosed since Monday, October 18th. In Grayson County, uh, four new deaths were also announced. There are 99 active cases in the county. Our incidence rate, I think, is about 48.1, which was up from 41.2 on Friday. We're still ranking in the top 10 in the state, and I can't figure it out. You know, it's a um, there's there's no reason that Grayson County. There's nothing specific. There's nothing special about Grayson County that you can easily say, oh, well, that's why that we're in the top 10 in these mm-hmm. categories. It's just, uh, unfortunately, uh, my assessment, it's uh, apathy and people just being choosing to be either uninformed or making wrong choices uh, or not doing what they need to do to try and bring it under control or greater control. When you see top 10 counties and you think, oh, well, metropolitan areas or populous areas where people are more close together and it's busy and et cetera, when that's not the case. So we're in the top 10 for the wrong, for all the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are, uh, as the governor announced yesterday, 544 new cases, 23 deaths. The death number is holding pretty steady on a daily basis and probably will for another few days until we can really get those top line metrics under control. But we did, as I hoped we would get under 6% positivity rate. So we're down to 5.84. So we can probably expect to be somewhere around 5.5 today, maybe even 5.4. And then if we can get back under five, then we'll feel like that uh, we're really improving. We're down 93 patients. We're under a thousand Kentuckians hospitalized for the first time in a long time. That's good. We are, um, ICU patients are down eight from Friday, but ventilator patients are down 30 from Friday. So 30 fewer Kentuckians on ventilators yesterday than were on Friday. Thanks to all the healthcare workers out there working their tails off. Still continues to be fatiguing. Absolutely. Uh, Clarkson man left a roadway and crashed into a vehicle parked in front of a residence. The sheriff's office responded to an accident on the uh, 1000 block of Yemen Road Monday night about 540. They found 21-year-old Montgomery Smith was traveling east on Yemen Road in a Nissan, Nissan passenger car. Do you, do you know people that call them Nissans? No, I've never heard of I've that. I've heard a few people from time to time call them I've never call, heard that. Call what? them Nissans, yeah. Like waspers? Yeah, I heard that yesterday. <laughs> Which I never heard either. I knew. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is a country thing. This is I a, like it. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard plenty of people call them waspers. I've never heard that. <clears throat> the Nissan passenger car coming out of a curve, lost control of the vehicle, left the road, traveled 100 feet off the roadway and into a front yard where it struck a Toyota Corolla, also damaged a... Um, uh, some type of moped that was parked in the driveway there. So, anyway, no uh, medical treatment refused, et cetera, et cetera. So, okay. just some damage. Halloween will be observed Saturday by Grayson County, as well as three largest cities in the county Litchfield, Clarkson, and Caneyville, as well as the remainder of the county. We'll have a trick or treating, uh, trick or treat from five to eight on Saturday. There are uh, Judge Henderson, you know, announced a couple of days ago that understood there were different schedules, different people doing different things and working around different schedules. And he sort of left it open to if you're having an event or whatever it is that you choose to do for your own self, 
you know your situation better you than, do you kind better of than government does the only the only confusing part about that is you will just want to rely upon if you're trying to do old school trick or treating you really need to pay attention to lights if lights aren't on at you know welcoming lights or it doesn't look like uh, that homes are open to trick or treating don't force it just keep on you know just keep on going but a lot of communities are having trunk or you know a lot of churches are having trunk or treat things we'll talk about one next segment that uh, First Baptist Church is involved in, but five to eight, and then the LPD is having an event. Uh, they're having an event at the Old Purple Flash Center we talked about a few minutes ago, so just kind of pay attention to what's uh, going on. It's a, I also will talk about it more next segment, is that Halloween has escaped its box, and we we need to do something to try and get some guardrails back up on it because it's... Uh, it leads to confusion on people because parents don't know, well, I mean, it's on a Sunday and that's a school night. Should we observe it on a Saturday? And it's like all that other stuff. And it's somebody's got to signal the guidance on it. And again, we'll kind of touch on that a little bit coming up. Kentucky's Republican legislative leaders, according to Governor Bashir, rejected a request to appoint members to a group to discuss using federal pandemic aid to reward frontline workers with bonuses. Instead, in yet another reflection of the state's fiercely divided politics, top GOP lawmakers suggested the governor work through the legislature's committee process. The governor had asked that legislative leaders select a handful of Republican and Democratic lawmakers to join a working group to fill in details of his plan. Bashir wants to use $400 million in federal pandemic assistance to award extra pay to essential workers employed throughout the pandemic. Republicans, of course, hold an overwhelming majority in the legislature, and that's why they would want the money. They would want this process to run through the committee structure, which is already in place, rather than rather than develop an ad hoc community that then they have to pick and choose on who's going to be on it. So mm-hmm. he, he wants to do a committee, but they say you can't do a committee, you have to do our committee. Well, they're saying we don't want an ad hoc committee. We don't want an additional committee. We have the same pl- proper channels. We have plenty of committees, and but it just so happens they're committees that they control from a majority standpoint, but that's a byproduct of elections. You know, there's a reason that the majority of Kentuckians have have made it that way over the last several years. Uh, so you can pretty much know how that's going to go if it goes through that process. I still have concerns, and, uh, you know, we talked about it last week when I was, you know, gathered with broadcasting leaders and our, our were broadcasting, was the broadcasting community, we were deemed essential saying that we needed to be able to work during the pandemic, but then does then that make broadcasters by virtue, we're not, I'm not the same thing as an EMT. I'm not mm-hmm. the same thing as a police officer who's out there in people's faces and people are breathing on me. But I also have said when this idea was first floated, I've got some philosophical differences about just paying people these bonuses anyway, because some of our supply line issues that we have today is a is a byproduct of the glut that people have on stuff that they really don't need to keep our economy going which i think was necessary they put they pumped some dollars into the marketplace but a lot of people chose to spend those dollars on things that really weren't necessary and so they exhausted the supply of thing or the demand went super high on things without the supply chain being able to be capable of withstanding that. And so it's just led to a weird dichotomy of several different factors. So I don't, is there a better use for the $400 million than to give it to individuals? I have a hard time answering that. You know, I, I don't, I don't think I need it. I don't think I deserve it, but I'm happy that Someone might. I don't know. I know that when Judge Henderson was talking about some of the money, I don't really know all of the rules that go into it, that there's very specific rules on what you can use this federal money, the relief money for. It's like you can use it for this, but you can't use it for that. And I think that uh, there was a lot of areas that he didn't really understand. I know he was saying in a fiscal court meeting probably two months ago. Well, and there may be some level of if we don't use it for this, we have to give it back. So mm-hmm. we may end up having to use it on ways – that even someone of a conservative ideology would say, that's just wasteful. We don't need that. And I and I would rather churn it through Kentucky's economy, but it does, again, create maybe problem unintended problems that we didn't anticipate, 
like giving people these gross amounts of money over the last year and a half that they're buying things that really they don't they you know don't need they're not and in a lot of cases they're not buying them spending dollars on necessities it's all hey i can get the new xbox and all that stuff it's like mm-hmm. the episode of the office office where michael scott has a surplus and he has to decide whether he wants to buy a copier <laughs> or buy new chairs <laughs> yes and what does he what does he choose sam oh gosh do you remember what he chooses I don't think he chooses either one. Yeah. I think the surplus he loses it. Probably or chooses something. to I can't go on a, Does he choose to go on a vacation with uh, with uh, Jan? Jan, Jan. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. We got more on the way. Hang around here on the end of the Today is Pumpkin Day, celebrating the orange member of the squash family. Okay. Best known for being carved into jack-o'-lanterns. It is Horseless Carriage Day today. Ooh, scary. Uh, Horseless carriages are scary. Yes. Think about it. That's Harry Potter. They're they're just really automobiles. (laughs) I was just thinking of the the headless horseman. It's completely different. Well, in Harry Potter, their their carriages don't have horses to them. Horseless carriages are more indicative of, like, uh, more recent terms like cordless phone and wireless internet. When new technology is described, what it does not have compared to older technology. I was thinking of Sleepy Hollow. Yes, yeah, I got it. I set you up with pumpkin. Yes, I was immediately scared. You were all thinking that, and then it's Mule Day today. Oh, how fitting! So on, so it's Muleless Carriage Day. It's also Horseless Carriage Day. But I've been called a mule before. A mule is an animal, right? But I don't think that they were being nice about it. No, was it actually mule? (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Not donkey. All right. Donkey. I usually get Shrek if I'm going to get called one or the other. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah that, that, that makes sense. But you're not green. Yeah, true. Um, except when you get angry. Except when I get angry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm <laughs> No, probably not. When, I, when I'm angry. Uh, Treat Street is coming up oh, yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, it's controversy at Sunday. Uh, First Baptist Church going against the grain. <laughs> we're, we're Sunday. We decided first. That's the week. You're so. having, having it on the first day of the week. Yeah. So, uh, but Sunday evening, Sunday will conclude with a, a great event, rain or shine at yeah. First Baptist Church. So tell us about it. All Thanks. right. So Sunday on Halloween from two to four, uh, it's a perfect time, even though it's a school night, perfect time. As soon as it gets dark, we'll be wrapping it up where folks can come to the church and park in the parking lots and they'll be able to walk through uh, several treat stations. We'll be handing out food. We'll be giving out tons of candy, and all the stations will have people dressed up in different uh, costumes and settings. Uh, like my family, we're doing the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown cast. So right. that's our station, and we'll be handing out things. And, um, you know, we we try to do big things for big events in our community, and uh, we, we do like fall festivals and treat streets and that sort of thing. And I think folks are accustomed to coming to, to this. And even if you go out on Saturday, get back in those costumes. You get to wear them one more time and get some more use out of them and enjoy some family time together where you can walk through this as a family. It'll be great. It's a, And, uh, you know, we said it's a school night, but really it's the afternoon. Yeah. You know, you're over. You're finished by 4 o'clock, so you can go and do the homework that your kids forgot to tell you about, and I'll be ready for Monday morning. We'll finish by 6. So, yeah, it goes from 4 to 6. sorry. You gotcha, gotcha. It goes from 4 to 6, so there's plenty of time. I mean, uh, let's just be honest. School nights, they stay up late anyway, so. They do. I mean, come on. Quite the revelation here. Mm. I know Joey and the entire uh, FBC uh, Litchfield team works hard on this, um, probably members of the congregation as well. So a lot goes into it, yes? Yeah, it's a it's a whole church event. Joey does a great job of organizing everything and delegating out, and it's a great picture of our church family to gather together and put this on uh, for Halloween. It's just a, a way for us to say, hey, we love our community. We want to offer something safe 
and fun and just go the extra mile to show that we care about our uh, our community and where we where we live and worship. Uh, this story has the question, is National Trick or Treat Day going to become a thing? So in the same vein that we say, well, when is Halloween? Well, it's October 31st. Okay. In fact, matter of fact, it's October 31st every year. Year in and year out, Halloween oh. is on oh. October the 31st. Okay. Not an area once did it ever move to 11-1 or 10-30. It's on October the 31st. Oh. Now, I understand that people might migrate to other days in celebrating events or having things that fit more neatly into a weekend. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. When Halloween is kind of isolated out there on a Wednesday, it's pretty simple. Trick-or-treating is going to be on a on a Wednesday, right? But that doesn't mean there won't be Halloween parties and things like that ahead of that. But this idea of having the Saturday before Halloween as National Trick-or-Treat Day is puzzling to me and seems like not a big deal and probably not, in the grand scheme of things, a huge deal. But it still does nag at me a bit on this. Things have a tendency to escape their bounds, and all of a sudden they're running uncontrollable, uncontrollably, and they're taking over. And so that's my question. Do we do too much Halloween? It, it's turned into a month of stuff. I, I'm not against this, to put it on a Saturday. Take well, it off of a school night, do it on the Saturday. But here's the problem, Sam. Is they're saying it wouldn't take the place of Halloween. In addition, it would be an additional day. You know, it's one of, of the national trick or treat day, and that's this is where I go. Wait a minute, you got enough candy. Well, and it just uh, yeah. for uh, for a, a holiday that its origins already don't jive with with me and mm-hmm. my belief system. I've sort of just been a good sport about Halloween, like, okay, you know, it's fun and costumes and dress up and all that other stuff. Good kids. But the but the darker side of it and all that stuff, it just goes against me at my core. And so I it I just I don't I don't like it. So then to see more of it, you know, it used to be we did Halloween pretty much one day. You had your Halloween party at school, which they don't do anymore, and I understand why. I'm okay with them not doing that, because not everyone can participate feels makes some people feel left out got it uh, understand completely but can't can't we get it back contained into a it's a one day thing it's right. no one says well why did we need did we need a season do we need a whole season for halloween we have the fall we have halloween we have thanksgiving we have christmas i don't know yeah i mean i don't i mean what else are we can do the month of october it's usually follow the money. It's the Halloween Retailers Association yeah. that's pushing for a national trick-or-treat day. See, they need another trick-or-treat day because their job is to sell more candy and more Halloween stuff. But when do we as people go, we now, got other stuff to do. Now, were you able to, with Alea's costume, avoid the store, or did you have to go in? That's that's the be- oh. You wouldn't catch me going to that store for any reason. No, 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 no. I'm talking just a generic, one of the generic ones that always take over a store that isn't left. That's the beauty of parenting by committee. Ah. There's always. Uh, uh, You can can delegate. You you could be able to delegate duties out and go, all right, who's got got this? I do. Okay, good. Okay. I'll focus on this other thing going on over here. It does beg the question as we roll into Halloween this weekend. What is each state scared about the most? So that is to say, each state's most Googled phobias. The new report is out. And this year, the study found that Nevada's biggest phobia is blood, which is a change from last year's fear of germs and viruses. Yeah, that would make sense. Other freaky facts that round out the study include fear of flying decreased this year from seven states to two. Really? Fear of failure is this year's greatest fear in America, beating out fear of other humans. Six out of seven states who searched fear of water, the most border a body of water, except Kentucky that doesn't border a body of water, unless you call it the Ohio River. (laughs) That is a body of water, and we do border it, but I don't think that's what's... 
the rise in hurricanes and storms doesn't help uh, to add to that. And then Utah was the only state to rank for fear of needles. See, that one's like a legitimate one. I I, I got to mm-hmm. give a shout out to Montana though. People. Oh, <laughs> not just and not even a specific kind of people. Uh, just and then it, just people. The Dakotas being isn't a little ironic. Them being afraid of the outside. I feel like the Dakotas mm-hmm. are all about the outside. I thought everything in the Dakotas was outside. Uh-huh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. What if you're searching fear of water to make fun of people who are afraid of water because you're not? <laughs> do, do you know what, what, what if it's that? You know, it's not on this list though. Fear of birds. Yeah, that's I, true. Fear of birds. I was, I was afraid you'd say that. <laughs> West Virginia's Anybody? afraid of the dark. Check one, two. I thought West Virginia was in the dark. I, I'm with Arkansas. I know you don't like Arkansas, but I'm with Arkansas. You are? Yeah. Fear of heights. That's that's that's. Oh, my, I don't do heights either, man. Yeah, no. Can't do it. Mm. I like my feet on the ground. All right, so after we get through Halloween, Monday's November the 1st, and then we can really zero in Dia de los on Martos? the season of Thanksgiving. That'd be a month of gratitude is what we should focus on, and maybe you can choose to be thankful for something every single day. But yeah, just like they do, you know, Freeform does all those days, the 31 days of Halloween and whatever, and they do the 25 days of Christmas. A okay. little harder to do that with Thanksgiving movies. But I am here to help fill in the gaps on some of the content you can choose for Thanksgiving. Thank you. Including a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. That is available on demand on Apple TV when you want. I think you're pretty familiar with that one already, so we'll start with an easy one. Good. Then there's Winnie the Pooh, Seasons of Giving. Aw. It's available on Apple TV, and it's called Winnie the Pooh, Seasons of Giving, and uh, it's available to you all the time. You can start with that one. Then on Netflix, there's a program called, or a show called Free Birds. <laughs> Dennis, how do you feel about turkey birds? Are turkey birds okay, or do you are you afraid to eat turkey? No, I'm good with turkey because right. the the show's over. <laughs> we won. I, I, I'm prevailing. I'm going. Mm-hmm. By the time the bird is on the table, you won. Yes, sir. Do, are, okay. are chickens in the same realm? Like, are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. Chickens are little mean creatures. Free birds. Don't watch it. Take it from me. Reggie is a you won't sleep. Don't even read the description. I know what you're fixing to do. We're going to talk about Reggie. All right. Reggie is a turkey with a new lease on life. <sighs> See, that's the problem. They get a new lease on life, and they think they own the place. Freebirds is rated PG. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> Freebirds rated PG on Netflix. Jim Henson's Turkey Hollow. I've not seen that. Is on Amazon Prime. It's rated PG. Okay. An old-fashioned Thanksgiving is on the Hallmark Channel. And it's on Hallmark uh, Movies now. It's called An Old Fashioned Thanksgiving, based on a short story by Louisa May Alcott. Okay. So you think little women, and you'll be all right. Uh, You've Got Mail is a good Thanksgiving uh, type of movie. uh, You've Got Mail. It's rated PG. It's on HBO Max. That my favorite on that is somewhere in the middle. The kid when they're trying to figure out where where St. Louis is, somewhere in the middle. Mm. Uh, Home for the Holidays is a PG-13 movie on Amazon Prime. You can watch Adam's Family Values. It's rated PG-13. It's on Amazon Prime. And a great holiday movie that is set around Thanksgiving, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles (laughs) on Hulu, which is a great one. Let's go. Isn't it a good one? Let's go. That's awesome. Dennis, there's the complete list I'm giving you because you and your family are most likely likely to use it. You leave Reggie alone. (laughs) Bye-bye, Reggie. Don't bother. Don't bother, Reggie. And then this headline made me laugh. A new study says people who believe COVID conspiracies. Go ahead. Sorry. People who believe COVID conspiracies are more likely to test positive. To which I read my own headline that says, People who don't fear hot stove more likely to be burned. Pretty much the same thing. Touche. Like, did we need a study to tell us this? I pretty much was coming up to that conclusion on my own without a study. That got me all wired up. We got to get to a break. Sorry, Reggie. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know?
the Mona Lisa has no eyebrows because shaved eyebrows were the fad when she was painted. I've always wondered this. You see, like, William Shakespeare and, like, some of those eras, and they think, some of those people don't have eyebrows. Why is that? And it was... I'm not sure I've ever noticed. It was intentional. Sam, guess what's coming up on Monday? November 1st. I was going to say, November 1st. So the world is waiting. Do we get to hear this? Yeah, you can have your very own copy of this. Of course, I think this one's already out there, actually. Now, are we going to have to pay Zuckerberg money for paying this right now? Nope, that's why I'm playing more of it. I'm playing as loud (laughs) as possible. The guy who owns it is sitting right over there. What happens if Zuckerberg doesn't like it? I'm going to go knock on his door and say, you don't own this. I'll unfollow him. means you got something him. against Gates so and Zuckerberg now. This is Giver of Days from uh, Cook Ranch Music, Dennis Cook's uh, new uh, project called Joy Full. And uh, all out there on Monday, yes? Nope. Ooh. Am I wrong? Well, we're looking at mid-November. Okay, so uh, production s- supply line issues. Yes. Are your literally stuck on a cargo they're ship? They're not stuck. Off it's the, just off it's the a, port of Long Beach. It is a slower process now. So I updated our church in the newsletter that uh, we're looking at mid-November, uh, like 16th, 17th, 18th. But I appreciate you playing the— S- Sam, can we edit this out? Uh, can we edit this out like it uh, never, like yep, it never happened? Because uh, I did this big buildup that it's a Monday, like a week— mm. Away, no, and, I appreciate and, that too. That and now we're being so told. nice. Listen, th- I think this was all d- by design. Mm-hmm. You give, you're always doing this. Mm-hmm. You're always doing this tease thing. He just I'm wants gonna, you to keep talking about I, it every single I, week. I, I'm going to tell you tomorrow about a thought I had two weeks ago. It's probably, it's probably coming out it, my, it, next it, Monday. It involves a color, <laughs> and I, but but you but even if you guess it, I'm not going to tell you. Of course, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I'm belly aching. I've heard the entire project. So, I, I mean, I have it. I didn't get an advanced copy of the Adele album, but I got no. an advanced copy of Joy Fool. Boy, how great would that be to get an advanced copy of Adele's album? How great would it be to have both? That would be even that Wasn't would be it Ed Sheeran got better. the advanced copy? He did. Drake also got Drake. to listen to it. <laughs> uh, so, did, does year. Drake... Did you pass along your album to Drake as well? I, I have lost his, uh, speaking of You've Got Mail, I've lost his <laughs> AOL account. So. <laughs> All right, so release date for Joyful now closer to middle of the month. Middle of November, but still excited uh, about what is coming. All the money goes to missions for this project. Can I, by the way, will I be able to buy it on iTunes? Uh, probably around the first of the year. I want to get through the end of December and gotcha. then take it to... All streaming platforms come January what, 1. Do I need to go to CD Baby and, and buy? Is that still a thing? I don't know. Do I don't know? think so. Do you all I remember, remember CD, CD Baby? Baby? Nope. It was, uh, it was a, like a second tier. Napster? For a, no, it was uh, – but it's where you actually bought CDs. But it was before Amazon took over the world uh-huh. with Amazon Music and then Apple on buying things. But you could actually buy CDs through the mail with more independent-type artists. Gotcha. So it was – Gotcha. Like Netflix for CDs. Uh, it was a better version of Columbia for House. CDs. But it was by purchase. It was oh. more of a modern Columbia House, of, but it was artists like Kevin Derryberry or people that would be regional, but they didn't have like a gotcha. national program. So anyway, I'm cool. still looking forward to your project, Dennis. Thank you. Uh, a new Peanuts holiday special is in the works, but it won't air on TV. The first new Peanuts television special since 2011 is finally in the works. In December, Apple TV Plus will debut For All Lang Syne. So we'll actually finally have a New Year's version of the Peanuts. What okay. took them so long? What was the one in 2011? Yeah, it's uh, I don't it was a movie, right? Uh, Happiness is a Warm Blanket, Charlie oh. Brown. It premiered in October of 2011 on Fox. I got news for, for Apple. And all y'all at Apple can turn this up a little bit in your ear AirPods pros that you got for free you mess with the peanuts any character you mess with them (laughs) you deal with me i got you don't mess this up sounds like ptsd from superman is what that sounds like yes paul mccartney paul mccartney is done signing autographs because he thinks it's strange no dennis you sign a lot of autographs no but still go back no he says this is a bucket list of mine it's been about six decades since the beatles established themselves as an international force uh but he said recently to readers digest 
So now, now we're, we're getting our Paul McCartney news now from Reader's Digest. Really? That might be an indicator of where we are as a... Uh, never mind. See, it's this always, is not good. He said, it's always struck me as a bit strange. Here, I can write your name on down on the back of a... Here, can I write your name down on the back of this uh, receipt, please? Yes. And he says, why? We both know who I am. Yeah, I mean, that sounds just like him. I get it. And then he says, what you've usually got is a ropey photo with a poor backdrop and me looking a bit miserable. Let's chat. Let's exchange stories. Our autographs are less a thing now because we have selfies. Mm-hmm. You know, the autograph just used to be proof that you could a make selfies an, almost better. You could make a selfie is better as far as a greater proof, except now, you know, in the same selfies can also be manipulated now if you really know what yeah. you're doing. And uh, well, no, but autographs also could be ussy, you mean, right? Yes, an ussy. Now, I, this is a bad time for him to do this because he's putting out a two volume set of a book called The Lyrics well, next month. And this is a prime opportunity. You want that autograph on that book, or I do at least. That would explain then why he's talking to Reader's Digest. He's trying to sell the new, sell the new Probably uh, set. So. And congratulations to Colin Jost of SNL. He passed Seth Meyers over the weekend for longest-running host on Saturday Night Live's weekend update at 155 episodes. Seth Meyers was at 154, and Colin Jost passed him over the weekend. So congratulations and uh, to uh, to uh, Colin Jost from SNL. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up for the morning here on In the Known. So you're a burglar. Excuse me? You're a burglar, but you only steal things to slightly inconvenience your victims. Mm. What are you taking? Oh, there could be so many things. You're a burglar, but you don't know. You only steal things to slightly inconvenience your victims. So what are you taking? I think I have one. One comes to mind right off the bat. Okay. This rarely happens. All right. What is it? How How many letters, by the way? Eleven. Let's right, say at the same time. Ready? One, two, three. Toothbrush. <laughs> what? <laughs> Toilet paper. Tea I would also say, what about bath towels? Oh, I meant ten. Like all of your towels. It's like mm. when you get out of the shower, you got nothing to dry off with. Mm. Toilet paper is the worst. No, it might be the worst, but the one that came to mind for me. Yeah. Remote control. Mm. Oh, well, now you take somebody's remote terrible. control. Now they make the TV so that you can control it on your phone. But it's still a hassle. Because how mm. long are you okay. going to be looking? You break into somebody's house mm-hmm. and this you take true. only hey, the remote control. What See, if you only took the phone chargers? <laughs> You talk about ticking people off. Bad. Well, I can see. Isn't this a hot topic in your household of taking phone? I think that we've had this conversation. Our kids coming around taking uh-huh. our phone so chargers. So I can see this like turning into a cook family fight. Free candy sitting out at grandma's house. This is not. Oh, okay, what I'm about, sorry. I need to listen, I've seen day. Anna and her mother do like loan documents like they were closing on a house on yes. when she will return the phone charger yes. because hers isn't to be found. Like, can I borrow your phone charger? All right, I'm going to need some collateral. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some, you know, give me, I need a financial statement to prove you can pay for my phone charger if you lose it, <laughs> et cetera. It's serious business. Kids are bad about it. They, yep. nah, it's, what about, I'm getting mad. I know this, this will really hit home for you. Kitty litter is taking all of that. Then the cat. Just, if you take cat the just, cat too, then I'm okay. If you're going to take the kitty, well, no, no. Take the cat. You and Nala have a great relationship. <laughs> I know. I wonder what Norman would say. Here you go. Here's one. I think something rhymes with with fog. <laughs> Here's one. The the st- the sticker off the side of the Wi-Fi router. Oh, you know how many people won't uh-huh. go in and log it and change I, it? I ran into this this week. I got a picture. So of that. it's the it's the factory default, but it's on the sticker yeah, on good. the label of the router. Yeah, I'm like you don't have to do this. I'm probably it just can gonna be changed to something you well, can see, remember. Luckily, Apple has the new feature that if somebody comes over, you both can open up Wi-Fi and you can hit share yeah, password. But you don't have your phone charger, so your phone's dead. <laughs> and I'm going to go to all your mattresses and cut off the tag. Someone said Tupperware lids. 
Yeah, that's that's that would a decent. be pretty annoying, and you wouldn't notice it. That's the thing. Until you that's the thing it. about the remote. See, you wouldn't notice the remote was gone until you needed it, and well, then you'd think, "Where did I leave it laying?" Toilet paper. Well, that's true. I mean, shower curtain is going to have to be replaced. Although, listen, if you if you are doing a site survey on your way to the throne, that's on you. (laughs) There's a mental checklist you've got to go through. Rather, I'll be quickly. That's true. You just got to go. You've got time. You should always be doing a quick inventory. You know, like sometimes uh, you eat at the (laughs) eat at the restaurant and it hits you a little quick. This is why you have kids. Okay. Hey, I made y'all baby. It certainly happens. There's a lot of there's a lot of good good uh, potential on television tonight. One shoe game one <laughs> of the World <laughs> Series, the Atlanta Braves at the Houston Astros. Who you got? Uh, Astros. Yeah, I'm going with Dusty Baker. Honestly, I'm I want I'm almost cheering for the Astros just because I want to see Dusty Baker, and I think that's where we can kind of come together. Uh, okay. Because I, I think we both have a lot of respect for Dusty Baker as a person. Yeah, I don't plus, like the Don't, don't we like have to brains. do a high five when we talk about Dusty Baker? I'm of, I don't he, think so. He but invented the high five. No, I'm kind of of the Braves generation, though. You know, like I grew no. up on TBS and WGN, and yeah. those were two teams that you could always watch if you wanted to. Yeah. And I had a Dale Murphy glove. I still have a Dale Murphy glove. So I think maybe I'm for the Braves. You have an Adele Murphy glove? Yes. Uh-huh. Adele and Dale Murphy went together with Rawlings and came up with a model of a left-handed baseball glove, and I happened to get one. It's a rare item. Smart. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2001, President George W. Bush signed the USA Patriot Act in 1774. The First Continental Congress adjourned in Philadelphia. Pony Express seeps operations this date in 1861. Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed to the Supreme Court by the Senate one year ago today. Birthdays today, Jacqueline Smith is 76. One of Charlie's Angels is 76 years of age today. Pat Sajak is 75 today. You know, I think the odds-on favorite is to take over Wheel of Fortune hosting duties from Pat Sajak. Is Vanna. Uh, No, I I think when Pat goes, Vanna goes. I think that... Well, how old is Van- Vanna's up there, too, right? Similar, yeah. I think that Pat, uh, Maggie Sajak, his daughter, I think is going to be the new host of Wheel of Fortune. I think to is write she it down. Yeah, she's good. She filled in when Pat was sick. She filled in, and then she Didn't does... did Vanna fill in a few times, too? She did. She's uh, 64. Maggie Sajak does the... Maggie Sajak does the digital. She does a lot of online content with Wheel of Fortune, appealing to younger demographics, and they're just they're just setting the... Setting the scene for her to take over whenever he's finished. Makes sense. Rita Wilson is 65 today. Dylan McDermott is 60. Carrie Elwes, uh, Elvis Elways is 59. Wesley, Prince Wesley from The Princess Bride. I'm not even going to ask if you've watched mm-hmm. it yet. I- Natalie Merchant is, uh, until the answer is yes, don't even say anything. Natalie Merchant is 58. Keith Urban is 54. Seth MacFarlane is 48. Like him? The it's, only it's, thing I like of his is that How to Die in the West movie. Ted? I don't like Ted. Oh. I like uh, The Thunder Buddies thing is funny, but it's too crass. I, I uh, don't like see, it. that's nah. more of my humor. Sasha Cohen is 37 <laughs> today. The uh, no, he is. Did you, who? I thought you said Sasha Baron Cohen. Baron no, Cohen. Sasha Cohen. Oh. The. Uh, Figure just, skater, Olympic silver medalist. Say, figure if you're skater. seeing Sasha Baron Cohen, I was going to say. Mahalia Jackson is was born this date in 1911. Who? Mahalia Jackson. I got nothing. Dennis, Dennis, you've got to know who Mahalia Jackson is. Okay. The famous singer. It's early. Can I get a little, little hint? Another I sing hint? because I'm happy. Oh, really? The world's greatest gospel singer. Really? Mahalia Jackson? Uh, his is eyes it, on the She did is die it, before you were born, 1972. Well, still. But she was born in 1911. Happy Pharrell Williams? Uh, no, it has Different. nothing to do with Mahalia Jackson. Uh, I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. Yeah, there you go. That's great. Rosemary Clooney, who is not the greatest gospel singer. No. But does a good version of this old house. Native Kentuckian. Yes. I have heard that. George Clooney's aunt. Mm-hmm. Born this day, 1954. We drive, I 
drove past her house this weekend. Or the, White the, they Christmas. call it the Rosemary Clooney house. White Christmas. Yeah, she was a she was a star in that. Oh yes, yeah, she's in the movie. I was thinking of the song. The Ronettes number one in sixty-three. I like with this. Be my baby. This just screams sixties to me. I love it. There's a good reason for that. It was number one in '63, and it is the foundation. Maybe not the most famous song from Dirty Dancing, but the f- most famous '60s song from the movie Dirty Dancing. Okay, I've seen that once. Are you being sarcastic? No, I actually rented it for Sarah last year during COVID. It's one of our favorites, and I've never seen You've it. You've only seen the movie Dirty Dancing once. Yeah, and I kind of zoned out. Because, I mean, if you can dance, you don't necessarily watch that movie. And I can dance. I'm going to put you in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Which which is worse? The princess, Nobody puts princess, baby in the corner. Princess Bride or that? I've seen it once. At least he's seen it. Bill Withers, number one in 72. You got to love Bill Withers' voice. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Bill Withers. Let's go to 1981. Sheena Easton. I'm not even about to get into a James Bond debate with you all. Because <laughs> you all have an underappreciation for it. No, I never said that. You have less of an appreciation than I do. I think that is a fair assessment. Oh, right when he looks away. <laughs> right when he looks away. Hopefully he didn't look at the monitor. Sam, don't you worry about it. <laughs> well, I just don't want to be okay. in the middle of this. All right, you know? now you be like, quiet. Listen. I sit back with a brand new invention, something. Nice Rob Van Winkle That's was right. number one. I don't know. Turn off the lights. And I'm 99, Lou Vega, Mambo number five. 2008, hot and cold Katy Perry, rock star Post Malone and 21 Savage, number one four years ago today. I can't concentrate right now. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Work like there's someone else working 24 hours a day to take it all away from you. Work like there is someone else working 24 hours a day to take it all away from you. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.